0: Welcome to the Legend of the Death Race podcast. I'm your host, Tony Matisse, and every week we share legends from past death racers on the courage, power, and wisdom it takes to conquer life's obstacles. All of us death racers aspire to inspire you to create a life past your limits. Today's legend follows the story of Death Racers Matt Waller, Shane Ellison, Stephen Bowtie Crawford, and Valerie Smith. They competed in a team Death Race, and we have them all here on the show today. Welcome to the show. What's up? Hi. Hi. Hey, baby. So we've had uh, Matt and we've had Shane on the show before. We have not had Valerie or Stephen before. So how about we really quickly sum up? your backgrounds since we haven't had you on the show. Let's start with Steven. Uh, Give us a quick background, where you're from, what your occupation is, your athletic background, and uh, then we'll do it with uh, Valerie.
1: Okay, cool. So originally I'm from New York, which is right next to the tuxedo location for Spartan Race. Um, But now I'm in New Jersey. Um, Basically all I've been doing is just working in a warehouse, uh, as a laborer manager, um, that's about it. As far as athletic background, I've been doing OCR since I don't know what was the beginning, two thousand eleven or so. Before that, just played football, crew, strongman, and then just straight running. That's about it. Very cool, Valerie. Um,
2: I am from Athens, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> And my athletic background is I was running OCRs for quite a while, (laughs) endurance events, um, CrossFit, running. uh, Now I do powerlifting, and uh, I'm a trainer.
0: Fantastic. And how did you both find the death race?
2: I actually found the death race um, because of Waller uh he had done what you do winter you went a couple times and <laughs> um he went a couple times and i was like yeah okay you know let's try it um but i had done before team i had done summer of 2014 so that was the same year
1: uh for me i actually found death race uh i think it was like easter my cousin was like oh my god we have to like do this event like she had no idea there was a difference between spartan race and death race so the way she like convinced me to run my first race was showing me like this little like promo video for death race uh, <clears throat> and that that was i think uh, that was a year like i think like three years ago before we did team death race together or like <clears throat> years before that but that's when i found it and i didn't first start doing it until maybe two summers before Team Death Race with you guys. Very cool. And so
0: all four of you had to come together to do a Team Death Race. So the Team Death Race, for those who don't know, was a four-person team, uh, would compete in a very similar format to what the Death Race that we've talked about in many episodes is all about. Um, But they had to do it as a team. And so the tasks were a little bit different. They were all team-based and... You know, how did you form your team? How did how did the <laughs> four of you come together? <laughs> oh
2: yeah, I'll will start it.
0: Okay, okay. Valerie. <laughs> so
2: so I mean it it started out with um god I can't even do you, who was the original person? Do you remember? Okay. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Um it it started out with someone and I I got pulled into a team. And then Bowtie, were you on it? Were you part of that no. original team? No, you got I pulled in wasn't, later. I was the
1: last resort
2: member. Okay, so I know I pulled in Waller somehow, and then where did it go from there? And
3: you then, then the your team? person, your person dropped, and then you asked me to do it, and because I, I was like on my third t- team, the other two teams I'd been with had all dropped out, and then you asked me to join you all, so it was the three of us, and then yeah. you asked Bowtie.
2: Yeah. This was so this had, was it was like eight people on this team before we actually wound up with, with the original four. Yeah. The the biggest problem was
4: this was in the tornado of the big divorce. And so people had signed uh, oh, up yeah. for it, and four man teams were dropping left and right, and everybody was trying to mingle. Try and people were saying this isn't the race I signed up for. Um they were jumping left and right of um, I want my money back, I'm out of this race. And Valerie was scrambling left and right. I think that Valerie was a participant on a four man team and actually then formed this team as the head person because it was split. So basically <laughs> Valerie introduced all of us together as plan C. Yeah,
3: because actually at that time, Waller and I didn't really even know each other yet. <clears throat> well, I didn't and
2: I didn't I didn't know I don't think I knew you, Shane. Um, And Bowtie, I'd just seen you at races, like, you know, running around in your little bathing suit thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. So it seems like uh, I've kind of heard this before from other teams that there was a lot of uh, different teams that had a mix and mingle and just trying to form a team was like half the battle. (laughs) And so... uh, for those listening, you may or may not know what the divorce is. That was basically when the co-founders kind of parted ways, and we'll leave it at that so we don't get into too much detail. Uh, when you all went into this together and finally did form your team, how did you coordinate like training and working together and figuring out like gear and all that stuff? How did you how did you all put this together? How did you make things happen?
3: We started a group chat. And we had a group chat that we would just get in there and talk horrible to each other. <laughs> it was, it was very filthy and dirty. <laughs> I really was- met
4: Shane through that, and I hated him through that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and really. you can only totally imagine being being the only girl. I'd, um, yeah, I yeah, I couldn't be soft skinned at all.
3: Oh yeah, because we were always the, the three of us was always on Valerie really hard. Oh wow, well, <laughs> yeah.
0: So some, some thick, some thick skin had to be. Yeah, yeah. To
2: yeah, And we'll we'll leave it there.
3: Yeah, you know we're all we're all full of shit, and we talk a lot of crap and mess with each other, and it it went really thick during the whole race. <laughs>
0: so let's, yeah. d- let's dive into the race a little bit um or actually before we get into the race the training so were you all kind of doing your own training for other events and then just kind of you know motivating each other or anything like that to try to keep everyone accountable to train for this event so you could actually do well at it how did that go
2: well the only two people that are even close to each other are me and waller so um i think we did a couple of like heavy rocks and stuff like that around, but pretty much I mean, everybody was doing their own training. You know, we had all been to the death race before, so it wasn't like it was something brand new to all of us.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Shane
2: came I down. Know,
4: one I- we hiked that. Uh, we hiked some of the AT a little bit. Did, was, was that when for the team that day no, was, that late.
3: was be- No, that was before Nicaragua.
4: No, because Valerie went also no andy went with us oh my bad okay
0: (laughs) so so you all had to kind of do your own training and then meet up at this event um and then figure out how to work together at this event right Uh, so what did what did it look like when you guys arrived in pittsfield vermont for team death race
1: well, I showed up first um, just because that's when Johnny was like, oh, you know, you have to get here before sunrise, meet me up at Shrek's cabin. Shane was like, uh, no, I've done death race so many times. Like, that's BS. Like, I'm just going to show up at this time because um, I want more sleep. But yeah. I sl- I think I actually slept in my car right next to Johnny's car because I know when I was waking up and getting out, like he was just coming out of his cocoon of a sleeping bag and I met him up there and it was literally just like just looking at the sunrise and then from there just going down and everybody just meeting up and then it started with um Jonesy doing his like one-on-one with like one person from each team and then I had to go and do like bear crawls up and down the freaking mountain before we started with the uh that weird team weight that Shane rigged
0: and so was that like um were you the only one who ended up at Shrek's cabin?
1: Were you up there by think, yourself when you went to meet up with him, or what? I think
0: I, think I think remember there
4: was... had to go.
1: Everyone had to go, but a lot of people, because there's always, like... Well, it's death race. Do you actually have to go? Do you not have to go? Like, are they BSing you? But um, I think there was only maybe, like, three other people up there. I know um, there was one person from the, the Canadian team who... Um, I don't think there was anyone from like Patrick and Ella's team. And then maybe two other people that I don't know who they are.
3: Actually, I think I remember that he said only one representative from each team has to be there. And Bowtie kind of volunteered and said, hey, I'll do it. So we were like, sweet, more sleep for us.
0: <laughs> right on. And so... Uh, you ended up doing bear crawls up and down the mountain as like some sort of penalty. Is that
1: what it was? No, it was just like a beginning thing that um, as I think as Johnny was setting something up, Jonesy <laughs> was kind of doing the physical part, whereas Johnny did the mental. Uh, he was doing the okay. physical to get everyone started. Right
3: on, right on. And so, so I have a I have a story about the very beginning. If if we yeah. want to get into yeah, that, let's, let's let's hear it. So like I said, or, or Uh, bow tie had already been there. And so we had all been kind of talking and they kept saying, when are we going to go? And I was like, I'm telling y'all, you don't want to show up early because they're going to put you to work. And, and I was like, I'm sleeping as long as I can. I'm getting up and I'm going to the general store and I'm going to get breakfast. And so they were all like freaking out and they all went up there and I don't even know when I showed up. I showed up real late. But the other three, apparently were doing penalties. We're getting, we're doing PT because I wasn't there yet. And like I said, Waller and I hadn't even showed up or Waller and I hadn't even met yet. And I showed up wearing <laughs> these white Gucci sunglasses and, and I just walk up there and I'm like, man, what are y'all doing? Just settle down. I'm t- I told y'all not to show up. And Waller like, Who is this guy? Valerie, who did you get on our damn team? Look at him. He's wearing damn Gucci white sunglasses. And I'm just like, man, I'm telling you, calm down. This isn't serious. You just need to relax. And so that was how our introduction was. I had never met Bowtie. I had never met Waller. And my introduction to them was me just showing up like three or four hours late. I just ate some general store. I was wearing white Gucci sunglasses, acting like I didn't give a shit because I knew that's how you needed to act. And... And then we went from there. So maybe they can give their side of that story. They gave us a task, and we
4: were we were already on it, and all the other teams were going. And I kept looking at Valerie thinking, and she kept saying, he's at the general store. He's going to be here in a minute. And I'm thinking, we're, we're we're starting. It's gone. And he comes up with his Gucci glasses on, and we explain him the situation. And I'm sure we're all... We've got almost like a double race now going on—the race of where's Shane in her head, and then another <laughs> race. This is what's going on, and we t- inform him of the task that's going on. And this is—I remember Shane saying this because I thought I'm, this is not going to work. Shane says, "Y'all calm down. This is how they get in your head. I'm going back to my car, and I'm gonna get my gloves, and I'll be back in a few minutes." And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> so we're so screwed. <laughs>
3: That was the intro right there, and so. But I think you also asked. I remember you saying, "Are you hot? Why are you hot?" Yeah. (laughs) Those pancakes are good. Are we racing now?
0: So, what was one of the more difficult tasks that they made you all do together as a team, and how did you overcome it as a team? Well, I would think. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well, no, I, I I was I was just gonna kind of ask you guys like like do we want to talk about how well we worked as a team on the the hard task or I think it's like,
0: both. What's your both? Like the whole story, you know? Let's. How what, about what, what, what went one. well? What didn't go well? What could you have done better?
1: What didn't go well? Hey, go ahead, Stephen. Um, I know probably I don't. I wouldn't say if it was the hardest, but the most <laughs> frustrating was. I know, I was just so tired, and it's when we had to go to Jonesy's, like, little, like, PT thing.
3: Stone
1: Yeah. And that, like, it was, we were, I was getting so frustrated with that stupid wood test, like, wine test, and then we had to go and we had to do, like, throwing those stones. And that's when you and I, Shane, got at it, because you were, like, barely picking up the stone and counting it. And I was like picking up and throwing it down. And like, you, it's like you and I just started having a shouting match. And then I chucked the stone trying to hit your head. Oh God.
2: Oh yeah. I think we were the, we were, what did they tell us? We were the only fight that had ever happened at team death race.
1: Yeah. So
3: I, what
2: you're I jumped about. on Bowtie, and Waller got Shane, Shane. to keep oh. them from like killing each other with Atlas stone balls or whatever it was. They were throwing at each other. Like and we were like, oh my god, we're we're done. We're finished. We're out but, then, out.
1: but then like ten minutes later we were perfectly fine.
3: Yeah, we were giggling yeah. and laughing at each other like the hysterical maniacs.
1: Yeah. yeah. So and so uh how did
0: how did you shift from <laughs> almost killing each other to to having fun Oni, together?
4: Only I'm gonna tell you, he took It was easily eighty five hundred and twenty five pound atlas stone and (laughs) threw it. He threw it at because Shane said, "Dude, conserve your energy, dial it down." And Stephen was, "Don't tell me how to run my race." And it was back and forth. And then he picks up the stone over his head and tries to, I mean, throw it at him. And Shane dives in. It was really truly. But let me back that up just for two seconds. There was this weird, uh, I don't know if y'all remember this now, but I'll say it and y'all will catch it. It was this weird lady who was- Oh,
3: here. dancing uh, at the bar. Uh, uh,
1: uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She yeah. was
1: completely blitzed. There was, blitzed. A, there was yes, a wedding and, going on at, uh, was it? there was a wedding at the house and she was one of the servers. It was. We,
4: but the thing was, we didn't know she was until afterwards because she kept repeating. Get, get out of your she I remember she kept saying get out of your head get out of your head and she was doing this and I kept thinking she's saying things we need to remember like I thought that was part of an act for a minute and then later yeah on, it, it was well, yeah. It,
2: it wasn't wasn't this whole time um that we were doing all this PT yeah. stuff wasn't this where we were actually they kept telling us we were, we were gonna earn our uh, uh, yes. our death race bibs or whatever. Yep. Yes. Like, yeah. they were handing them out one at a time or something, and you had to... I, I don't even remember, but we were all like, when are we getting our bibs?
1: And yeah. And then, then we all got baby-sized bibs. Hours in.
4: Huh? That was probably 20 hours in. Easily. Oh, yeah. We Easily. So much. You were talking about one of the harder things also. We had done so much with those two-by-fours and the planking thing, <laughs> and, and all tied together... And originally we started off with two by fours strapped to our feet and we were all on it together and we're all our arms are tied together. And I swear, I don't know, (sighs) y'all remember this, Bowtie was snoring at one point.
2: Yeah, he was sleeping.
4: And we were like, him and pushing him through. (laughs) He was was completely snoring on the side. And I'm thinking, this is amazing. Like, I couldn't believe this is even working. And I was mad because he was getting rest. (laughs) <laughs> and we were basically buried at the because well,
2: I, I think you guys were in the very front, you and Shane. Or, um, but I think Bowtie was in front of me, and it was kind of like, you know, are you awake? Are you? So, uh, and he was just, he was just, wa- like back and forth, just like this. <laughs> like it, like the only reason he was standing up was because he was tied to these
3: boards. Yeah. Yes. Well. Actually, if you back up, you remember in the very beginning, we had to carry our weight and our two by fours and that snake around those trails in the back on the backside. And we put those damn wheels on it and made like a chariot. And and somebody was bitching at us because I was like, no, we got to get from point A to point B. And I can see right there. We just need to go to right there. We don't have to do this whole damn trail. And and you were you all were like no, at least the equipment has to go through the trail. And so Bowtie took took those, you remember, and he took off running, and he was running those trails like he was carrying a chariot, and he was trying to get those, get it to jump off of the bumps. And we would just stand there and watch him, then when he'd come back around, we'd step down to the next trail, and then when he'd come back, we'd step down to the next trail. So our equipment officially did the whole trail,
0: but we would just cut right through. So that sounds like some interesting teamwork right there. Yeah, Uh, buddy. We sat for a minute on that
4: same trail, and it was dark. And we had sat down really quiet. And another team came up, and we were off the trail just a little bit up a slight hill. And everybody turned our headlamps off. And the team sat down right in front of us.
1: (laughs) That was actually when. yeah. That was not with the two-by-fours. That was Johnny had me stay up. At the cabin because he had to like because
3: that's he, right, you had components.
1: Yeah, because I'm an ultra runner, you guys are like, you guys stay, and then like you go find us. So I sit yeah. up there, Johnny asked me a bunch of like personal questions about everyone to see if we were actually communicating, you guys went. And then he was like, Okay. Then like an hour later, he's like, Okay, go find your team. Like yeah. it was pitch black. I was like, I don't know these trails, like yeah. so I ran one way and then I was like screw this I ran the other way and I just hung out and I was like no matter what you guys are gonna have to come to me at some point point." and yeah. like I just hung out and then I was taking naps and then finally when you guys got there I was like just come sit here because you found me a lot quicker than I thought mm-hmm. and I knew you guys just did like a quick loop didn't even like do the whole course mm-hmm. and if he like saw that it only took us like two hours to get back there like figured something was going to be up so yeah that's when we just like hung out there in the dark and we brushed our teeth
4: yeah there was, was a team that sat down right i mean i remember like,
2: that i remember five
4: that in front of us and then we were all sitting there snickering quietly behind them just going oh my god who's going to turn on the light first or say something first and then and finally i think we all said something at the same time. And those people jumped up screaming.
3: Yeah, it was like Josh Fiore, wasn't it? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't that was
1: uh, Sarah's team. Oh, uh, they were singing yeah. karaoke the entire oh. race. Oh. Oh wow. And so. Yeah, I, so it
0: sounds like you guys had some some good teamwork at some parts. Some not so good teamwork at other parts. Um, you know, I guess uh, the next question is is. Where did this all take you? Did you end up finishing the race? Did you not finish the race? How did this team death race go for you?
4: We're still
3: doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, actually actually I'll say at the at the very last task, I think we had to uh, I think he, we had to get all our stuff. We had to get inside the 2 by 4s and make like this ox yoke thing where we had to carry everything we had, our barrel and everything, and that we broke had to us. go to a checkpoint, huh? That broke us all right there on the way back. Yeah. We had to go to a checkpoint and back, and I can remember I was in I was in the front. I was the one pulling, and uh, but before we took off, I can remember Johnny said something to me, or he said something. That was when I had my interaction with him, where he told me he loved me. And at that point, I did not deal with love very well, and so I was like up front running and crying, and none of y'all knew it until the end after I told you all. But we ran to our checkpoint. And we crushed it and did really good just pushing it. And then we came back. But I can remember we started catching other teams. And we caught that Canadian team and passed them. And then we caught, um, we caught uh, James Vreeland's team and passed them right at the top. Because I was like, come on, we're going to be top three. And uh, do you all remember that? Yeah, but we were I, all yeah. talking about if you had, like, if
4: you had won a million dollars, what would you do with it? And we all went through – like we, that probably bought us forty-five minutes of just mental We're gone because we're talking about if I've got a million dollars, what would I do? Yeah, and things like that. It, like I remember, we almost were all just in tears. Like this is what I would do, and oh my god! And, blah, 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 and yeah. it was just that was that moment where you're going. Th- that's what you're there for. Is you want to get to that breaking point? And we were all right there. If we had another ten to twelve hours, I think Shane and. And Bowtie would have gone at it again and <laughs> would have fallen and not saying the correct words when she fell. And then that would have been an issue for everybody.
3: Oh, but do you all remember that all the different poems and sayings and things yeah. that you had to memorize? Yeah. I yeah. Yep. we would always break it down into like four parts, like you read the first two lines and memorize those and I'll memorize the next two lines. And then you'd get the last three lines or whatever. And we would always break it down and we'd memorize different sections and repeat it back to him in those sections.
1: Well, we also had someone standing in the back with like a notepad and pencil, writing everything down. And then we wouldn't memorize it until we were like five yeah. minutes away from the cabin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like we definitely okay, embrace, yeah. like you can't beat death race unless you cheat death race. Like, not to the fullest, just because Shane wanted me to put us all in my car and drive down to the general store.
2: We didn't.
1: Like So do y'all We, we was...
4: were we were we had to hike down to the general store and take a picture with our rock in the front with our phone. And then we came we came walking back up past Joe's house and all of a sudden some racer comes around going
1: Give me your camera, give me your camera
4: right now <laughs> and we were going, what are you talking about? It was Chris Rice who yeah.
1: accepted,
4: and he, and he had this trick he was doing. I don't I have never confirmed it but he was on a four-man team and that dude can run and he would leave his team down in the woods maybe a hundred feet from the cabin and he would run down and do the task and he would come back with that that was the evidence was the was a picture. but none of us were going to give him his camera our phone. Because, he, number one, he scared the hell out of me. And I was just trying to run away from him. But <laughs> he also needed it to be able to get back up to show our picture to Johnny. No, oh, Johnny said it was okay. No, it, no, it's not. it's not. You got to go now. You're. <laughs> he was a zombie. He <laughs> came out behind Joe's house. And when we got up there, the rest of his team was just sitting there in the woods waiting. And yeah. that's been, on the way back up from there is when one of y'all saw something in the woods and we took off running. I don't know if people were hallucinating at that point in time or what was going on, but we had definitely crossed some lines. Um, oh my God! And that's when the next day is—I forgot all about that. We had the plank in the with the egg in the mouth, and then oh, we,
2: do all the squats and all that good stuff with the eggs. And yeah. then we were marinating,
4: and, tree. Um we had to go down with uh, everybody to the bridge and. Uh, it was not Lake Minnetonka, but we all were, had to get in the water and pass each other back and forth through the water and yeah. everything. From oh, yeah,
1: and I lost my contacts, and so I was completely blind. So it's That's like right. I need you guys to like direct me where to go because I couldn't see a thing because I my glasses were I forget they were in my car. And so when did when did you lose when did you lose these? How
0: far into the race did you lose your contacts and go blind? I. <laughs>
1: I think it was at some point when I was sleepwalking. Oh, Damn. <laughs> oh shit! I just thought.
3: Remember when we had when we went up to that one section where we were in the water, and um, <laughs> we were in the water and was doing the PT in the water, where you had to go back and forth. Yeah. And Steve, <laughs> I forget the girl. It was Dan Grudensky and some other girl that was doing. She was like from the Iranian military or something. And she had us doing PT in the water, but our story to her was was that he couldn't <laughs> see. <laughs> and so we were holding him like he was holding on to us like he couldn't, like, like he didn't know what was going on. And we were leading him around and they were like, oh my gosh, she thought it was so sweet. And she was like really easy on us because she thought we were doing something really good trying to help this guy. And, and I was uh, actually
1: going along with it, like just mumbling random stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> you see what I had to deal with? This I was, had forgot this about
1: the, that. Yeah, I had <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, wait, wow. Was, Marco, was that don't, also don't, when we had to do the tree, when we had to climb that like yeah. twig?
3: Well, that was before. That was right before we did the, uh, the clomp clump, where we tied the
2: two-by-fours. Yeah, that was at the top.
3: <laughs> Sketchiest.
4: That was a sketchiest thing. Yeah, That I've, was one of my time. Oh,
2: because we were hooking ourselves together. I mean, like, yeah, like, uh, figure so out is- how to get
1: yourself up this tree.
4: Oh, my <laughs> God. That so was it, not... What, what was
1: this task with the tree? It was death. So we all had to, like, I think it was, like, one of us each. Like, we were... We had... This was our first, like, when we finally got to the top, like, Johnny wanted to make sure we could work as a team. So doing like belaying and climbing this tree. And like you'll probably know the tree. Like if you're standing at Shrek's cabin and you're looking straight on, there's like this tiny, tiny tree that's just sticking up that we yeah, had to like, go. That, hold on. Yes.
3: <laughs> that tree right there.
1: <laughs> well, it's <laughs> always like, <laughs> it's <laughs> always <laughs> there. Like, there's only like one, one tree just up there. There's only like one. Yeah, if it you... it helped people. Okay, okay. But yeah, it yeah. was like this tiny tree that we had to climb up there and like, and all that we were allowed to use was paracord. Nice. And who knows if we had real paracord or like knockoff. Nice, nice.
2: Yeah, and it was like, figure out how to tie all the knots and all this stuff and everything so you could get yourself up the tree and hopefully, you know, nobody's going to fall or die, which I don't think anybody did. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah.
3: So you know, there was one. a dude there was a dude that was like worked for Appalachian Power or something that showed yeah. us how to yes. tie yes. the yes. knot yeah. and he tied it for us and showed us how to climb it and it was a seat some type of a seat it was a
4: Swiss seat and I yes. still honestly didn't feel comfortable after that even watching you all do it because th- the tree was swinging back and forth and I, I don't do well with I'm going to die right there and That's exactly what was going on.
0: And so you all survived that challenge thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. The Legend of the Death Race podcast is brought to you by Trail Toes, the best anti-blister anti-chafing cream there is. Trail Toes prevented me from having any blisters after 66 hours at the 2014 Death Race and continues to prevent blisters on all my mountain adventures. Get your jar of Trail Toes today. Use the code thelegend on trailtos.com for ten percent off your purchase. And don't forget to visit the Legend of the Death Race shop, where you can grab a memento mori T-shirt or poster as a reminder to live your best life. Just visit slash All right, so let's go. Let's go like one by one. We'll start with Waller. We'll go to Shane, Stephen, Valerie. Uh, I'm just going in a circle here. Let's uh, tell me one piece of wisdom you gained from. This event, working together as a team, whatever it is. let's let's hear each of your little pieces of wisdom you gained from this experience it, together.
4: It was really interesting because of the fact that this was this was johnny, Johnny Love. This was Johnny's race. And Johnny put his heart and soul into that race. And I swear to you the things that he was making us repeat, uh, I, I still remember some of it uh, today. And it was, at first you're going, how this is morbid. Like he's making you think of regurgitating these things that are just completely morbid, but it wasn't. And it was really, if you think about some of the words that were being said, and you know, uh, when you die, you will become what you were before you were born. Things like that. You're going, wait a minute. He's not, this isn't about death. This is about really how to live life and, and don't be fearing, you know, don't fear the death and, and embrace life and take it to its fullest, and that was a huge life-changing moment for me. Um, you know, Valerie said it a few times afterwards that you know there was a there was a change a little bit that was going on. Um, those things that we were having to just memorize, um, I think, really made it a much deeper race mentally, you know, there was a lot of physical beat down in there. I mean, it was, it got stupid, and crazy at one point in time when I'm looking at Pete Coleman and saying, uh, we're down at stump dump saying, dude, what are we doing here? And somebody you've looked up to for years, looks back and says, and he's done it multiple times, looks back and says, I, I, don't, I don't know, dude, I'm, I'm lost on this one. And you're going, wait a minute, (laughs) if a guy who you know has done this multiple times is confused and lost. But the takeaway on that one to me was really just things that that Johnny had us, you know, over and over again pumping in there. And it was like, you know, once you you, you accept that you're all going to die, you can start to release and and start to live and have fun. And that was a big thing for me. Um, And I didn't know it was until... After, you know, after the event, you just started kind of listening to things. And there are times that I'll actually go back on Facebook and I'll, you know, post some of those things over and over again. And A lot of the quotes there, you didn't get until afterwards. Because you're in the middle of a race thinking, this is just crazy. Um, And I've got Shane over here. I've never met before and I'm about to kill him. And then Valerie's looking at, poor Valerie. She just got beat up in the woods left and right with three guys. And it was, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. We beat it up.
2: We're, we're, we're gonna keep this PG. At like, <laughs> I mean, <we're laughs>
4: she's in the woods yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I gotta pee. Everybody, turn their lights off. Okay.
4: What we stepped to the plate with, and this is true. What we stepped to the plate with, as far as we didn't really train together that much. uh Valorant and I might have chopped some wood and done a couple of rucks, <laughs> Never met anybody here, and what we were able to to meet together right there and then and then in the middle of the race actually you know the pieces of the puzzle fit and it and it worked really well and there were some there were some slight issues but what team is not going to have some issues during those events um and then at the very end we're, we're literally all carrying a bunch of weight with two by fours and tears down our eyes of what we would do with a million dollars we had it and it was like wait a minute this is exactly what you want in an event like this
2: yeah that's but, awesome Okay, and I, I mean, I, I think that kind of, I know for me, that kind of sums it up as well. I mean, all of us, I believe, have done a death race before. Um, and, you know, you go into the death race and you're like, you know, you're going to get something out of it. Uh, it. It's always more mental than physical. But I don't know, jo- Johnny did something in that one that was different than the rest of them. And, yeah. uh, you know, throwing those poems in there and just making you think i mean your brain's already kind of going you know a little wacky because i think this one was 48 hours i think was what we went on this one right um i don't know yeah I I yeah. I, i think it was 48 so after 48 hours your brain's already playing tricks with you and then you've got somebody you know you're reciting all these poems and stuff like that and i mean like I don't think any of us are overly emotional people except for maybe Waller and um, you know That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm like hidden about it I, thought I I just hide <laughs> oh yeah he'll cry like nothing but uh, hey, you powerful. know I think Johnny Johnny got to all of us definitely um, yeah. just with the way he ran this one because uh, it was different way different than doing Summer Death Race that's
0: incredible what about, what about you Shane
3: um when when I did my first podcast with you, um, I talked about the team death race was like the point where I got my peace and and that I put down my burden because I had talked about the issues that I'd had mm-hmm. in my life and that I felt like I needed to be punished. And um, there was a time, just like with what Waller was talking about with uh, Johnny being out about peace and love and everything, there was a point in the race where... We were passing, the four of us was going, and we passed Johnny, and I said it as a joke, and I was like, I love you, man, and, and without thinking, and then without, he just said back to me, he was like, I love you, too, but he said it, and he meant it, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I had never dealt with that before because, like, with my childhood growing up and with my parents and everything, um, I'd never really dealt with that, and I had a real hard time accepting that somebody could tell me that they love me. And, and actually, and I think that was before we went on that very last one because that was why I was up front crying the whole way because I was trying to deal with that. And, and uh, what I took away from it, actually, I just now pulled this up. At the end of the race, he had us write down some stuff. And uh, he sent me mine. He sent my letter to myself to me a couple weeks later. And one of the things that I said was, be more understanding and forgiving of others and myself. And always had a hard time. I'd, I'd always built up big walls and didn't let people in. And I didn't have friends. And it was really weird that with this crazy crew, man, I, I loved all of them. I loved Waller. I loved Valerie. I loved Bowtie. And, I mean, even though me and Steven had that issue, a couple weeks later, we had that, uh, that the trifecta in Ohio And when we saw each other, like people like expected us to get into a fight. And as soon as we saw each other, we just laughed and hugged each other and we talked. And it was like that race and what uh, what Johnny did with just the way he had his handprints on it. um, I've told people it changed my life because it just made me accept a lot of myself. And like I said, it was in that race was when I put down my burden of – of I needed to suffer and that I thought I was a piece of shit. And um, uh, I don't know, that that was just what I took away from that one was just being able to forgive myself and being able to love other people.
0: It's pretty incredible. And how about how about you, Bowtie? What'd you take away as was some wisdom?
1: Uh, I mean, first and foremost, like this was definitely an event that pretty much told me that I don't work well in teams, like when it comes to like sporting events just because that fight that me and him had and like i just kept like the whole sleepwalking thing that that was just like this is gonna suck like and i was just getting into like go rocks and everything like that so it kind of confirmed to me it's like team events are not for me like that was that but even then with johnny he definitely made this one special because of all the death race. like you'll have Don and you don't know if Don's going to be treating you hot or cold. Like one second, he could be smiling at you then the next, like he's snapping at you and making you do like a thousand burpees. But with Johnny it was just a constant, like mellow vibe, like actually trying to see how you're doing. It's like, Hey, do you need some sleep? Do you want to hang out in here where it's warm in the, in the cabin? Like, which actually like generally seeing how you're doing and caring about you. So that definitely meant a lot to me and helped me bring that just because like at that event, my girlfriend actually met me who I'm still dating and I have two kids with now. She actually met us at the top right when we finished, like with the, the egg and everything. And where he actually sat us down when he gave us our skulls, like he told us, like gave us a choice. It's like, I can give you your skull right now or I can wait a year and just tell me like it was like kind of like the things that you learned here are you still putting them into your life and then he was going to mail you your skull I mean everyone opted to have their skull that day but everything like he talked about I definitely do kind of put a little bit towards like raising my kids and everything so definitely had that kind of impact on me
0: that's awesome. And Valerie, you said that you pretty much agreed with Waller, but was there anything else you wanted to add?
2: Um, no, not not really. I mean, um, yes, yeah, she
4: does talk about it. Come on, <laughs>
2: drop it out. No, I mean, it. got it, I mean, it was it was it was so long ago, and and, um, I mean, I it, I don't know if mine is specific to. I think mine's more specific to Death Race in general, um, that you know, doing these events, doing the team event, doing the summer event, I think that it's just taught me that it's changed me. And even, you know, we're talking, what, six years ago now, um, you know, when I'm when I'm faced with, okay, you know, this is gonna suck, or maybe things in, in like, kind of like right now, you know, things in the world aren't really going that great right now. Um, you know, you'll get through it, you'll make it through it. And you, it's, it's about, you know, setting your mind, right. Or actually even more so just shutting your mind off and, and going and doing, um, and that's kind of a lesson I've, I've taken away from just doing the death races. if, If that makes sense. Um, you know, I conquered some of my, I do not like cold water. Like, I'm oh,
1: right.
2: terrified, terrified, right. terrified.
3: We had to talk terrified. you
2: into that one. <laughs> Yes. I mean, like, it, I mean, like, I'll do anything. Like, I I didn't have a problem climbing the tree, um, you know, anything like that. Put heavy weight on me. But, oh, my God, the cold water just freaked me out. And, and like, I think literally these guys had to, like, hold my hand um, to get me to do it. You know, and and I did it, and that's something I'm proud of. But even t- today, like I, I'm like, no cold water, I'll do anything you want. Like, but like no polar bear challenges or anything stupid like that. Um, so it just you know overall has just taught me a lot about myself, and and you know, and I use that when I train people. They're like, oh, I can't. Like, can't doesn't exist. You can you can overcome a heck of a lot.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. And well, with that, I think um, we'll wrap this up. Thank you all for for being here and for coming on the show and talking a little bit about your team death race experiences. Hey, actually, a fun new thing to do. I was
3: gonna say, hey. actually, I, this is the first time since the team that the four of us have been together because yeah. I, I don't think I've, that we've talked or done anything. So this was super cool to come together because yeah. when we when I first saw that invite and that chat and that every, all four of us was in that, it made me think about the dirty chats we used to have and and i just started the new vocabulary
2: i learned
0: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i'm sure you learned a lot (laughs) well yeah (laughs) it's awesome it's awesome to have you all here it's awesome to see all of your faces i haven't seen you know all of you together in a very very long time uh so it's been a great pleasure Mm -hmm. uh thank you for sharing the stories some of the wisdom you gained from the death race and for sharing that with the audience and stay tuned for more legends from past death racers if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review. This really helps the podcast move up the rankings, so we can reach even more humans. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you find you really enjoy what we're doing, consider becoming a sustaining member by clicking the link in the show notes. Just a quick reminder, my legend, The Legend of the Death Race book is now available. Visit legendofthedeathrace.com book to order your copy today. Thank you again for tuning in. If you'd like to stay up to date on my current adventures and training, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search the handle at ThatEnduranceGuy or visit ThatEnduranceGuy.com. We'll see you next time on the Legend of the Death Race podcast. Now go create your own legend.